You're listening to Adam Air MD, GED, and Grandma Gutted Punk here on a special episode of Underground Cartoon Therapy. Well, welcome to the show, guys. I got my uh, mom, Grandma Gutter Punk, in here. How you doing, Mom, tonight? Well, you don't really want to know. Haven't been doing too well today, huh? At the time of his life. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you being here. And tonight I got a special guest, Channing Von Taylor, who was back on the Halloween episode. I told him I wanted him back on because he had a story about getting kicked out of the military for being a fucking musician and for fucking putting, uh, Whatever he wanted up on YouTube that was permissible. We're gonna talk to him pretty in depth and detailed. We get we had pretty good questions for him, huh? I would think so. I think it's interesting enough for motherfuckers to stick around and hear a story about American censorship, about people fucking trying to keep everything all fucking, you know. Uh, on what they consider to be an even kill. And it's about the military being a bunch of fucking pussies as usual. Because, you know, they haven't done anything fucking worth a shit for fucking ever. But they'll pick on this black guy for being a musician, right? Well, he liked you, Mom. He thought you were cool as fuck. And without further ado, this isn't his music, by the way. This is nonfiction. This is Ill Bill. He has nothing to do with Channing Von Taylor. And I'm not playing it because I think he's a hip-hop guy. I just think that, you know, the music fits the the schism of the show. You feel that way, Mom? Nonfictional. Yeah, it's nonfiction, too. And this is, unfortunately, nonfiction. Y'all get out there and y'all sign this petition. Yep, get on there, sign his petition. You can find it on... He tells you how to do it a few times, once again. And then you can call me up uh, at the studio, 206-666-5847. Leave me or Grandma Gutterpunk a message on Spotify. You can send us fucking money. My mom needs fucking weed to smoke. I need fucking weed. You can send us some fucking money. We'll fucking smoke the money. How's that fucking sound, Mom? Sounds better than flying a sign that says I need beer. Yeah, those are old school days. Now we just stick a fucking uh, podcast to their head and say, give me all your money. <laughs> <laughs> all right, hold on, guys. Let's get this fucker rolling. You ready, Mom? Yeah. Let's fucking do it. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Thank you for your continual support. We had a, a listener out there give me and my mom uh, 400 bucks this morning uh, to invest into the show. My mom, you're, you're a champion for doing this show with us. I just want to tell you that people love you and thank you for... Being all a part of this whole season six, Grandma Gutterpunk. Well, I'm telling you, I'm just honored that people like me like that. They do. I've had nothing but awesome reviews. And uh, I love each and every one of them. They're all unique, and there's a reason for each and every one of them to be here. I totally I agree. Don't and, uh, we have a very special show. I've been waiting for this since Halloween. It took a while, huh, to get here. But uh, we have Channing Von Taylor, a.k.a. Von T. How you doing, Channing? I'm doing great tonight. You know, on this, on this night, uh, I'm doing really good. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to have air in my lungs and, and have recovered from COVID to be here and talk to you all tonight. It's amazing that... Uh, 
we are here after uh, four and a half million deaths have uh, transpired, unfortunately, to throw that rough ball number out there, but it's the truth. That's, uh, that's a lot of people to lose, and uh, it's a lot of people that have been hurt, and uh, families separated, all kinds of travesties, um, and uh, as far as I'm concerned, me and my mom are just going to tackle one travesty at a time. Unfortunately, tonight, uh, it is a travesty what you're going through, and I'm going to shut the fuck up, <laughs> and I'm going to let you just talk, Fonte, because I got mad respect for you, and I um, am really thankful to have you here. I know my mom's, uh, we've been talking about it for a minute, and it's just such an interesting, I just couldn't believe it's a thing that's happening, but uh, without further ado, I'm going to let you speak, I'm going to give you the floor, so go for it, man. Yeah, like, first of all, I want to thank you and your mother for having me on your show on, on uh, episode six. Um, I, I'm, I'm grateful to be here and, and able to talk to you about it. And and by luck, by chance, I was able to connect with you and, and other podcasts and other individuals who have their, their platform that are out there. Yeah, I was that checking that out, too. I saw a few yeah. of them on YouTube, for sure. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, like, I'm going through a, I'm going through a situation right now. Um, where there's discrimination that is still running rapid through America, and specifically in my case, you know, in my angle that I'm that I'm trying to tackle the situation at is is the U.S. military, and I, I did say that right for people who are listening. Yeah, the U.S. military uh, is a discriminative, uh, you know, and force of nature that's out there that we still have to address. You know, as we address all of the police issues and everything that's going on out there, I have my own specific case, and, and I know other soldiers can relate, uh, and, you know, there's discriminatory practices that happen within the military, and for me, you know, for people who don't know me, I go by Von T, T-E-O, Von T-O, you know, call me one two seven eight. people don't know me, uh, I'm an aspiring artist, I'm a growing artist, I have a growing fan base across social media platforms, millions of followers, uh, and um, when I, you know, started doing music, I didn't come into this situation uh, that I'm in now. I, I tried my artist to actually separate my music from the military because I wanted people to, to kind of accept me as an artist as I broke the ranks uh, and not, not, not have a tie to my military career whatsoever. Right. As fate would have it, here I am sitting with you now talking about this situation because uh, this is obviously my calling, so this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, when I dropped my single called Turn Up the Lights, I had a uh, single that hit World Star Hip Hop Music. And if people aren't familiar with World Star Hip Hop Music, it's a very popular uh, site that, you know, in the early days, they were they were actually champions for promoting fights on World Star. They moved from promoting fights and they promote a lot of different things, uh, influencers and artists and, and individuals who have a presence on their social media network. I'm one of those. And so when my single hit World Star Hip Hop, it hit over a million views. Military discriminated against me for it. Also knowing that I was uh, making music as a hobby on my own time, wasn't infringing on anybody else's rights, doing everything that I had to do as far as my job goes and keeping the military separate. Uh, but because it was hip hop and, and it, was a, it, it was a style of music that I was championing in that particular genre, uh, they decided to you know, take lethal action as far as the military goes against me and take my name, my image as an artist and as an individual and as a, as a human being on this earth solely because of where I came from uh, and, my, and, the, and the kind of music that that, that, that particular genre kind of championed. Uh, and when I decided to fight back about it, they decided to uh, charge me criminally about it and put it in my permanent record. And, I... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I was gonna, I was just gonna ask, like, uh, you don't want to reveal what branch of military is that correct? The branch of military in this particular incident is, is the U.S. Army. The U.S. Army. Okay, uh, I wasn't sure if you just wanted to use military or army, so I, I you know, I can censor it out too, whatever. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, I can use army. I can tell you the exact location for Gordon 
Augusta, Georgia. Okay. I can tell you the exact base. I can tell you the exact Yeah, because I would like to have these guys exposed to who who really are like, uh, you know, I'm sure they'll be like, well, you can't use that kind of platform, right? I mean, they're already telling you what you can and cannot do, which really just... Oh, no. I can. And even though I use broad terms, I can definitely get down to specifics because the charge that I was given has those details in it. And I can send that to any any platform or any news crew or anybody who wants to see it. I've already had that cleared and vetted because I told them my intentions of letting the United States people know what's going on. So all of that information is included in, in the charge, which is, which is about 32 to 42 pages long of all of the stuff that in, includes inside of that charge. But I'm, I'm definitely able to share that information at least. What's the most hardcore charge that they got? Excuse me for a minute. Okay, Mom. Did you at any point sign a non-disclosure agreement? No, I didn't sign a non-disclosure agreement. Cool beans, that's all I wanted to hear. (laughs) My mom's on the motherfucker. I like that. Thank you. Um, Yeah, uh... I I was wondering, like, what is the most hardcore charge that they got you on? So I was charged with three charges. You know, one charge was uh, accumulating pay without proper approval because, as most people in the military know, we have to have a form that's submitted, you know, to your chain of command that that enables you to to have a second source of income outside of Uncle Sam. Um, So that was one charge. The second charge was disobeying a direct order to take my music video off of the internet. And the third charge was publicly appearing in a music video that brought discredit upon myself in the U.S. military. Now, one charge they dropped, which was making money outside of proper approval, uh, because it was a hobby. It was something that I was after. I was still actively in the military. I wasn't making money. I was using my own money uh, to produce and shoot my own music videos and my own career. Uh, but the other two charges, they stuck. The biggest one that was in there was, you know, I, honestly, both of them were really big. First one was, you know, disobeying a direct order to take my music video off of the internet. One, because it's unlawful. And two, because there was never an order given, which I had submitted that to the news crews, which is the reason why this is going up so big. I was given, you know, like the counseling that told me that I have musical talent. It's clear you have musical talent. Just make sure you use it appropriately. Yeah. There was never no no unlawful order in there to to take my music off of the internet. They used that as a bias and a basis to to pretty much base the charge that I got based off. Uh, and then the second one was appearing, publicly appearing in a music video that brought discredit upon my name in the U.S. military. And for the love of me and my and my lawyer. You know, we were sitting there thinking, you know, military lawyer, same rank as I was. So you know how far that goes. Right. Uh, we were sitting there thinking, you know, how does this bring discredit upon my name in the U.S. military? This is hip hop music. I don't. I'm. I'm trying to. I was pulling that strings, trying to understand how they are able to get away with this. Okay. Was there um any vulgar language in it? You know. Yeah. Of course. It was a hip hop. It was a hip hop music video, and it, and it champions the culture that I come from. It was a uh, it's hip hop music. It's party music, but it's not political music. It wasn't a uh, it wasn't uh, championing any kind of political view or a terroristic uh, uh, kind of message. You know, it's just it's just pretty much hip hop music. It's party. It's party music. It's, it's music for people who can. Uh, I'll tell you where they're going from. They're coming from the moral flaws. But how how do they get away with that, Mom? How how can they get away with that? I don't agree with it. I think what they're doing is wrong because who are they to judge? I just know the military mindset and where they're coming from. So that would be that would be a good on one aspect is that the military is built off of off of violence. It's a, it's an organization that is built off of violence. I remember when I deployed to Iraq, they played a rock song called Die Motherfucker, Die Motherfucker, Die. It was a rock song that they played for us to get us amped up. And it showed visuals of Iraqis getting blown up, heads blown off. You know, my music video portrayed 
uh, a black male holding a gun that was all of two seconds, you know, uh, but they, you know, they, they pick, they, they will pick and choose, you know, what kind of music they can portray to be kind of put in front of the limelight for individuals to be in hip hop. And I would agree with that. I would. But morals of the military is violence. And I know that because I've been in for 18 years and I've seen it. It's just not the violence that they want you to talk about. Correct. Yeah. It's just the censorship on art, basically, because it should be your art. They shouldn't have any kind of call over what the hell you're doing. It's it doesn't even make sense. I don't even know how it like a affects their precious like image when everybody knows they're fucking full of shit to begin with. But at, not only that, that's my own personal opinion. But it just sounds so fucking racist, man. It's and it just. It just sounds like some white shit. I hate to fucking say it like that, but it sounds so fucking white. And it sounds like this white shit that's just... like white fucking redneck. It does. It sounds like the fucking rally just rolled into the fucking backwoods bar. It was a hee-haw. I mean, that's what it fucking sounds like to me. It doesn't sound like... Because anybody in their fucking right mind... This is bullshit. It's a bullshit fucking list of charges. Uh, and as an art therapist, I'm like, fuck these guys. <laughs> you know? Right. 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 You have the right, man. Uh, and you know what? You're not the first friend I've had uh, to uh, have to deal with legalities, obviously. But you're the first person I've heard in this particular situation with the U.S. military. And that's the thing. He was wiping out. He'd have got a pension and everything. That's fucked. It just sounds like it's so intentional. It sounds like an intentional fucking kick in the nuts, man. Right. Uh, because prior to this, you know, my, my record was clean. I didn't have uh, any situations prior to getting to Fort Warden and Augusta, Georgia. My, my record was clean and clear. Uh, I just decided to set myself up for something that I had an ambition to do, being an American citizen, being a United, keyword United state citizen in, 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 in this country. And, you know, and that's what I wanted to do. Uh, it didn't infringe on anybody else's rights. I didn't shoot anywhere in your post. I didn't even promote your post. I know none of my music videos ever involved any soldiers. I never talked about any political issues. I still have a hard time understanding what crime that I committed, which I was never told. Exactly. It's a whole bunch of a whole bunch of spinning the wheels about individuals who feel a certain way about my culture and the music and, and where I come from. But if you were in a certain position in Hollywood with a fucking, you know, the Illuminati or whatever, oh you would have been cool in the gang. You know what I mean? It's stupid. Absolutely. It's stupid. Absolutely. Uh so, I had a quick question for you, real. What was the timing on this? Was it inside the last year that this happened? No, I've been fighting this situation within the military for the past three years. Okay, three years. Uh, okay, sorry about that. I just wanted to uh, clarify that. So it's been a three-year struggle. You've had, uh, you've been put in a position. What do the? You sent me the signature. I just wanted to clarify on that too. What does that? accomplished for you with so many signatures? Is it something that you would take to court and be able to use in court, military court? Right. So, as, as we know, like, the military is employed by the U United States citizens. Uh, in theory, that's, that's, that's who gives us our power still. The United States military is employed by the United States citizens. And if, if people who aren't familiar, you know, kind of familiarize themselves with the LGBT community and the don't ask don't tell policy about being openly gay and about being openly sexual about your orientation uh, that was a thing back in the day in the Bill Clinton days where people actually were punished for uh, you know exposing themselves as being part of the LGBTQ community but that was repelled that was taken away off of their first amendment rights you know freedom of expression freedom, freedom of self and that's kind of where we're going with this because um, I'd be damned if, if the LGBTQ community can get, 
you know, a policy that was that was implemented in the military for don't ask, don't tell policy about your, you know, about your sexuality under your First Amendment rights can get repelled. But I can't get this repelled uh, under the First Amendment rights for just freedom of expression, musical expression that doesn't violate any laws um, for you just being you and champion where you come from in this country. And and so that's that's kind of where I'm going with this. Those signatures, that petition that I have that's going up that needs and right now it says a hundred. But really what I need is a hundred thousand signatures. I can actually tap into Congress and I can actually let them know, hey, enough individuals in this country think that this is a hurtful situation and they think that this needs to be changed. And I can do that through this petition. I can get a hundred thousand signatures and I can get this pushed up. You know, to Congress, and I can have them actually take a look at the situation and says, "Hey, you know, this is a situation that needs to be addressed because obviously nobody else has done this before. Nobody else has ever actually take this taking this on their shoulders." And I'm doing this not for me. I'm getting out of the military. I'm medically retiring. I will get my honorable discharge. I will get that. That is coming up soon. I get all my benefits that is that is dedicated to me outside of this charge being on my record, but. There's other individuals who are out there who are active duty service members, black culture or whatever culture that they come from, that are going through a, a similar situation as I am, but, but also have not had the opportunity to be put in a situation that I've been put into to be able to have a voice uh, to be able to fight for them. And I have nothing but time on my hands to fight for this. Hey, I'm going to stop you right there. Um, we're going to take a little break. I... Uh wanted to i'm doing this new format so that i give people the chance to go use the bathroom or whatever <laughs> so i just put a commercial um but i uh want to uh say when we come back uh join me and uh grandma gutta punk channing von taylor we're gonna finish the story out and uh hold that thought all right all right guys welcome back um Channing Von Taylor, incredible story. If you just now join us, which I doubt you are because you're on Spotify, stoned as fuck on earbuds, if you're smart. And uh, this story, it's just something that really is appalling the day after Martin Luther King Jr. Day. What is this, 60 years later after his death? Is that how long it's been? I can't tell you all off the top of my head, but I, I'm not I, sure. It's been long enough to where it's just like, why are blacks still getting fucked with? And I want to. I'm just tired of it. I've been tired of it. I was just grew up one of these kids that wanted to beat up skinheads when I was in high school and shit, you know. And I just straight up, I uh, have been sick of it since. And I think it's just, it's not gone. And it seems to be this problem still generally coming from white people. And I'm, I'm white. I'm half white. Me and my mom are half white. We both are half and half. You know, we're like natives. And, uh, you know, we have this uh, strife just within our own thing getting called out by, you know, variety groups of white people that represent the whole. And when you have this whole, when you have this like white, these white puppets like Trump, the Trump puppet, you know what I'm saying? He's a trumpet. Oh, you mean the great cheetah. <laughs> the great pumpkin. There's a number of, uh, of uh, you know, things that you could utilize to call this guy. But in the end, he's an LLC. And I feel like he made the country divisible, dude. After the Capitol riot, right? Right. That was when it's, we're not indivisible in which we stand anymore. We're divisible in which we stand. Because that's, that's what happened. He an open insurrection and he deserves to be tried for treason. But that's beside the point. It's beside the point, but it's because of these things that are happening still that Channing's going through this shit. And a bunch of black people are going through this, a bunch of fucking grief, and it just seems to be caused by uh, white motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm just, it's like, give it a fucking rest. This shit's old as fuck. 
What's the fucking problem, man? Just quit fucking with people globally. Yeah, even that's fucked, though. You know. That's another episode, too. For sure. That's correct. Correct. I agree. I agree 100%. You know, I I just, uh... And, you know, I'm just fucking white dick. (laughs) Sitting here doing this... Yeah, we, we both got up on our little soapboxes there. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. There's a, there's enough stuff that's going on in this country to to have us go, you know, to to go off on a tangent and go off on a soapbox. I have many, uh, which I try to tone down, uh, but but I I, I honestly I honestly do uh, I honestly do agree and and and, and feel. And, I know, I feel so deep about it, man. I'm just like, ugh. I do too. That's why I said what I said. I know. <laughs> That's why you're on here. <laughs> He's a domestic terrorist. He should have been tried for treason. Oh, yeah. But, you know, when, they, when you're bringing up these kind of similar, almost like charges within the same that are similar against Channing, that... That and and for what it is, it totally reeks of the PMRC from back in the fucking mid eighties. Yeah. It sounds like Al Gore's fucking wife again. You know, it sounds like a bunch of shit that's already. Ha- it's just like give it a rest. We got new generation here, man. Cause Channing, how old are you, bro? I'm thirty six. You're thirty six. To me and my mom, you're a fucking kid. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, uh, when you hit that 15 to 20 years from now, Mark, you know, you'll be feeling it. And, you know, for you to go through it right now, I feel like the only thing I can tell you is they're they're not going to back off on, on charges. But what you can do is just capitalize the fuck out of this situation, man, and just bring the PR. And I'm sure you are. It's nothing that I can tell you that you already don't, haven't thought of, I'm sure. But, I mean, just keep it rolling, man, and, and keep making it this issue. I wanted to recap on an uh, episode I had back in the second season, Mom. In my booth. Uh, where I was talking about my friend Kay. And she was a black chick that went to Burning Man. And they arrested her for no fucking reason. And she spent a week in Burning Man jail. Did I ever tell you that shit? No. And I and I gave I was working for an underground newspaper called Mad Happies in San Francisco. It was awesome. And I gave her one of the I just did the page one pieces because I have strongest work out of everybody. And they so they give me the page one thing. So I I had this column called Aaron Loathing. I handed it over to her. She was able to raise uh, 250 bucks and throw it towards her attorney, you know, to go sue Burning Man. I never knew what happened with it, you know? But when you hear this kind of shit, plus the witnesses that she had, and I'm wondering, I was going to ask you in, in relation to Channing, uh, give you a chance to talk here because I've been yakking it the fuck up, but give you a chance to talk. Tell me, you know, um, how do you want to proceed with, uh, you obviously have to have some decorum uh, and, you know, want to take it to the highest points of uh, interest that will uh, take this as a concerning level of, of what this country's fucking made of, dude. It's supposed to be based that you can... In fact, do your fucking music <laughs> and do your fucking video and them governing the internet. It's pathetic, man. It's like, you know what? Why don't you go find these missing kids that are fucking missing? Why don't you go fucking help somebody? You know, it becomes this ninth configuration bullshit. But I think, you know, I, me and my mom got your back, man. You shouldn't be going through it. I'm just going to give you a chance to... Tell me how you feel like you would like to go forward with everything. Right, yeah. Um, so right now, you know, after doing so many interviews, 
uh, with so many different individuals, like, you know, the situation been going on for, you know, three plus years, uh, and just doing the interviews and getting my name out there and my story and letting individuals know what's going on, you know, we come to the the concise, you know, working with nonprofit organizations uh, that, yeah, that we needed to get a petition going. We needed to get a petition that can go to Congress. Because what, what some people don't know is that I used all of the military systems in appeal in this situation. I used everything that was available to me. I went to my congressman, I went to my senator and state, you know, I brought up the situation uh, and and they, they acted on nothing. They acted on nothing, but I know what the basis of this country is built off of. This is called the United States of America. That's we right. United. You know, um, I challenge anybody, you know, I don't understand, you know, how I can go overseas, fight for my country and potentially die for this country and not be able to champion the music that I come from. What are you really fighting for? You know, it's like, you know, that's bullshit. That's what I went overseas to fight for, for everybody to have the same rights. Yeah. uh, That I felt like I had here. So, you know, I challenge anybody, you know, they can go on TV right now. They can go on any any TV and any commercial that comes on just about nine times out of ten. The music that's playing in the background comes from the hip hop culture. It comes from our culture. Uh, They just use it in a different way to to promote their platform or whatever it is that they're selling. Yeah, they don't give a fuck about culture. It's all about their agenda. So so for what, what we're doing, you know, uh, U.S. Tour of Duty, you know, LinkedIn with my team and everybody that I have that's on my side that that is that, that, that thinks that this situation is big enough to get this in front of, you know, the American people. I have a petition that is going on right now. If individuals out there believe, you know, that this is wrong. And like I said before, it's not about me and my music. I can, I, I mean, I would love to gain new fans. I would love to gain new fans because I love what I do as music. Um, but this isn't about Von T and his music. This is bigger than myself. This is a calling that I have to answer. This is about freedom of expression and freedom of rights. If individuals out there that are listening right now think that this is wrong, then I would challenge them to sign the petition. And they can find that at USTourOfDuty.org. You know, this petition, I need over 100,000 signatures to get up to Congress so I can get somebody on their legislative panel to stand behind this to say, hey, we have enough people in America that find this situation wrong. We need to get this in front of our legislation to create a a safe place for artists and people of creative minds to be able to express themselves musically if it doesn't violate any laws. It's not about me. I'm going to get through this situation. I'm a fighter. I'm a warrior. I'm a soldier. This is what I did for 18 years. I'm going to get through this regardless. But I have a nephew who's 22 years old who's serving in the military right now, and I'm pretty sure there's a lot of other American citizens who have children and nephews you know, uh, nieces, children that are in the military serving right now that have another ambition outside of the military that don't come from the traditional Caucasian background that want to do something that champion their culture. But if they have these vanguards in place that stop them from doing it and nobody ever steps up to try to fight for them, then we're going to be in the same situation that we're in right now. So I kind of think cast it into an activist role. Even though that's not what I wanted to do, I really just wanted to be a music artist and just make awesome music. Yeah. But this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is my calling in life: is to fight for those who are not in the position to fight for themselves. And if I can do that, if I can change, you know, if I can change something in Congress that can help somebody, anybody who's serving in the military right now, to make sure and ensure that they have a safe place to make sure that they have creativity to the fullest extent i'm i'm willing to do that and so that's what this petition is for yeah it's got its title blind t's movement because it's it's unfortunately i was the mark and making sure that this happens but with this petition being said this is going to help individuals be able to express themselves what's that mom where do they go to find the petition again? They go to U.S. 
tourofduty.org. On their website, my petition is right there on the website. As soon as, soon as they click on the website, I, I am the top. They don't have to go anywhere else but click on that. And I'm right there. And then also, you know, on all of my social media platforms, we are championing this petition. We are getting this out there. Uh, right now, last time I checked, I got 79 signatures. I would love to see me get 100. I would love to see. You hear that, all you little gutter snippets out there, gutter snipes? Do it. Do they have to be? Do they have to be American? Is that a stupid question? Can they sign it anywhere in the world? That's the great thing about it is that it doesn't have to be American because my music career was born online. I was not born traditionally on on my block. I was already in the military. So anybody who feels like this is an injustice and they want to change this process, you know, because the Captain George Floyd died, it opened up the eyes of the world. We saw a whole movie that we never saw before after George Floyd died. You know, rest in peace, George Floyd. I just left Minnesota uh, and I performed out there and got a chance to meet a lot of individuals who were shaders and movements out there in Minnesota. Uh, but my platform wasn't yes. born in, in locally. Mine was born online. So all of my all of my followers, all my followers and everybody who listens around the world can sign this platform because what's wrong is wrong. These are rights that we were born with. I shouldn't be, I shouldn't have that taken and stripped from me. Nope. Fucking agree with that shit. That's for damn sure. That's all my whole life's been is, you know, and to be like, fuck you, back to him. (laughs) And I think you should too. And I I like that, uh, I don't like obviously that it's happening to you, but I like the way that you've uh, constructed uh, I like the way your own self advocacy and just you know you you have to have your own back before you know obviously before and it, you got it man i I like that you're just straight up solid and yeah, fuck these guys, bad news bears these motherfuckers, okay straight up. I hope you do. I hope I hope Walter Matthau comes out and like, let's give him hell. <laughs> you know, and just like, hey, it's the underdog, and you're the underdog. And these guys, the way they play, obviously, they don't play well with others. They have too much power. And that's really where this thing stems. Uh, it's an abuse of power. It's an abuse of power on their part, and that's that's a steady judgment call after hearing this kind of obscenity that they've put onto your existence. Because that's your shit, and you know people shouldn't fuck with other people's shit. I don't know why they continually, not just the military. I feel like it's just this rampant human, more human disease thing almost, where it's just to get interfered with, like haters on fucking obscene levels, man. As an artist, my mom too, man, she's an artist too, and we we both know, I mean, we've both been fucked with on some level for being in the underground. And here's us in the future, you know, doing this pod zine. And it is, it's an honor to have you, man. And I feel like this, this episode's history. What do you think about that, Mom? I think so, too. I think this, this, you're going to make history. And it's history, I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, it's not even a soft bed. I put a pretty good bed on this motherfucker that it'll change shit. And I think you're right there, man. I can feel the energy off you, man. You're a solid dude. You can tell. Uh, I, I, I really do appreciate that uh, from both of you all, and I'm glad to be, you know, part of this part of this platform. I'm I'm, I'm part. I'm, I'm glad that you all are part of this movement and what I believe in. Because, like I tell all of my fans and anybody that I interview with, um, I won't stop talking about it. I don't care if I'm 90, 95, you know. Gracious to God, if I make it that that far, but I 
will never stop talking about this incident and trying to get changed until the day that I die. It doesn't matter how old I am. It doesn't matter how much money I make or how big I make it as a music artist. Uh, I gave 18 years of my life to this organization and believing in something that wasn't for me. But I'm going to damn sure make sure that it is for somebody else. Hmm. You know what? It pays it forward. And that's what I'm looking forward to get on the show. And uh, have you ever have you ever heard of a group called the Snotty Nose Res Kid? <laughs> I have not. <laughs> that's my favorite rap group at the moment. You got to check them out. <laughs> I'm gonna check them out as soon as I get off. I'm gonna actually. Uh, I already got YouTube pulled up. I'm gonna actually check them out and see what they're talking about. I know. I was yeah, about to ask you. This American. <laughs> I was about to ask you what your favorite. What your favorite uh, acts are right now that are out, and uh, what's what's inspiring you uh, in the personal hip hop? Because I I don't know as much as I I don't really I just know some old school shit, man. You know, like nonfiction, Three Six Mafia, crap like that, Doctor Doom, Do- or, uh, that's the, Professor that's Octagon, the Cool Keith. That's the beautiful <laughs> thing. That's the beautiful thing about me being Von T as a music artist is that I'm actually you know, truth be told, I'm actually not tied to hip hop. I'm just tied to music. My album called Music Is had dropped in April, which actually samples me doing a little bit of everything on that album. So the fact that my hip hop genre was specifically targeted actually, uh, actually, you know, escalates the situation that I'm talking about. Uh, That's interesting because I didn't, I actually, you know, didn't necessarily know that. I, uh, I mean, I felt like, you know, you're a hip hop artist, but the, oh, you're no, saying no, that no, the, no, no. you're, when I, went, when, I, when I have conversations with people online and I talk to them, I thought, no, I am not a hip hop artist. I'm a musician. I love music all around. I've made synth wave, 80s type music. I'm making rock music, R&B music, hip hop music, EDM music, synth wave music. Uh, you you name it. Like I, I I will I will do it. I have no discrimination when it comes to music. So it just stopped the ante on how racist this case just became. Then that's what you're saying, because they just automatically labeled you as being this hip hop artist because you're black. Absolutely right. That's completely hip-hop fucked. Hip hop is just <laughs> hip hop is just, is just one genre that I know oh how to God. do, and that's by default. I didn't even know that, how dude. I, how I grew up. That just takes the case to a whole nother level of like, you know. I hope they, I hope they listen to this show. Uh, in your honor, if you are listening to this, sorry about all the fucks per minute I got on this fucking thing. But you know, I don't really give a flying fuck what you fucking think. Honestly, I hope that you do the right thing and just let this dude go. Quit being a fucking dick, and that's what I would say to her. And I, I would, you know, <laughs> I would be just like the Trailer Park Boys about it, man. <laughs> just fucking like, you know what? Fuck off with the fucking censoring ass shit. I'm not hurting your fucking feelings. Nothing's going to hurt your fucking image. You guys do whatever the fuck you want anyway. Why are you fucking with me? Who cares? I'm, I'm the small potato shit compared to your fucking burn pit in fucking Iraq. You know, it's like... Who cares what the fuck I'm doing in my music? And yeah, it, it does take it to a new level with the uh, with the hip hop uh, now accusation. <laughs> uh, it's like what, dude? Like what? Dude? That's that is so fucked. It's a, this is our fucking U.S. military. These guys should be fucking embarrassed, man. I'm telling you. I I, I agree. I, I do agree. And you know the fact. I think that's that's probably why I took it so personal. My father was military. He retired out of the military. He did 20 years. We got a chance to travel around the world, and I got a chance to experience different cultures and different individuals and everybody everybody else's culture around around the world, you know, with my family. Uh, so I never had, like, a solid background as far as where I come from, as far as, you know, my musical uh, style. I was kind of exposed to everything. So when hip hop was targeted, I took that very personal because I know where he came from and I know where we grew up from. I knew where we started. Uh, 
And so for it to be targeted the way that it was, I took that very personal. I took it personal for me as an African-American male, and I took that personal as me as an American citizen. Yeah, I would too, man. And uh, just as you much. Yeah, that's how. How can this shit exist? We're supposed to be past this shit. I thought, man. You know, when does this planet hit spiritual communion? Like, how fucking far are we from that, man? I mean, well, I'll, I'll tell you this. You know, I'll tell you this. The military likes to separate themselves a lot from what's going on in civilian culture within the United States, but they are not that far apart. I know a lot of people don't like to try to address it because everybody in America is so caught up in what's going on with the police force and what's going on with our local law enforcement within your city. But I can tell you, the person who oversees the, the, the local law enforcement and law enforcement in general in the United States is the big game. It's the, it's the U.S. Army. It's the U.S. military. They are the big ones because you can guarantee Individuals who retired of the military, they go and they become a police officer. So I can tell you that it's yep. institutionalized within this country as far as how individuals believe and what they become. You can guarantee, I can guarantee you, that colonels and generals who retire out of the military, if they, if they retire out peacefully, if they don't, then the job that they pick up outside of the military is going to be a police chief. It's going to be somebody who's Who's, in, who's, yeah. who's involved inside of their their local police station, and they're going to be they're going to be the ones in charge. So as long as those bias are, are there, they're going to always they're going to always be there. And I know a lot of people don't like to try to address the military because they say, hey, you know, they ran by their own system. Yeah, we're really not. We're really not. We're all tied in as one. And a lot of the individuals who be putting the power, political power, and police power that can make laws and changes. It all comes, it all stems from the U.S. government. It comes from the military, political and all. That's a lot, man. And I think, you know, it's just high time that we uh, fix this. I think it's obvious. We can see these uh, misconducts uh, in, in what's supposed to be a place that is upholding amendments when you destroy the amendments and you take a fucking shit on the amendments dude you you divide people and i think when the powers that be don't take it into consideration what the hell they're doing man you know and i i already am one of these guys that's like you know a conspiracy a conspiracy realist and when i hear shit like this it just feeds you know, the Gnostic in me, you know, which is that, that the, this person of like, you know, that, that addresses wisdom. If you don't hear the wisdom in this, you keep like repeating the same shit. And I think that's kind of what this problem is in America. It's like people want re more realistic shit. And they'll spend time on TikTok, but they're using it and they become narcissistic. And when you hear these kinds of charges, it reminds you of somebody on fucking TikTok with a narcissistic fucking abuse pattern. I mean, you know, I always thought, hey, narcissists who don't go get help should be fucking lethally injected like fucking feral cats or just shoot them in the fucking head. Just put them out of their foot. Make sure you got a nice, clean fucking shot. You know that? Just fucking shoot their ass. They're feral cats. You know what feral cats do to the environment? They take out any awesome, rare, uh, you know, uh, um, life that would be living around it because all they do is go and eat everything and attack everything. If one attacks you, you got a number of fucking diseases. And that's what I think of when I hear... It reminds me of these narcissistic charges. It's like this narcissistic range of psychology that is addressing this shit upon you, and it's like you got to deal with their mental illness. You can mark. You can mark my words as I say this. As I sit here on your show tonight, I guarantee you that what's going to happen is when the situation does go global and it goes big. 
the government, the military, the army is going to release a statement. They're going to say, you know, I'm sorry that Captain Channing Von Taylor had to go through this situation. This is not what we stand for. Yeah. This is unacceptable. We're going to make sure that the individuals who are, are going, who have implemented these kind of structures are, are reprimanded and we're going to make sure that this doesn't happen in our culture. I call bullshit. This has been going on for a long time and I don't want to get no medal. I don't want to get just this removed from my record. I want fucking change. I want yeah. to sure that this doesn't happen to anybody else who is uh, who is anybody. I don't I don't care if they're white. I don't care if they're black. I don't care if they're anything. I don't want this to happen to anybody else who was born and raised in this country who has uh, who has a passion outside of, of the military who is not uh, committing any laws and uh, breaking any laws or anybody else who, who, who just just by chance was born with a talent that they want to explore. This should not happen and that's what I want to make sure it doesn't happen to anybody else in the future. Also, we're moving this from our military record because it should have never been added in the Hey, you know what, man? And I hope this show helps and everything that, you know, all the people that hear this, you know, uh, I want this. This is a particular episode, Mom. You know what I'm saying? This is this is like, this is the game changer shit. And I, I feel like, you know, it, it, I do want to address this kind of fucking nonsensical fucking psychology that just runs the country and just kind of fucking get the whole younger base show right, them are you little anarchists out there yeah this is grandma good upon you heard it here get out there and sign that petition you heard it you should right. you should US and i hate saying should us tour of you need to do this. You need to sign it. You need to sign this. So if you hear this, you can be anywhere. You've heard where to go. I'm encouraging everybody to do the right thing. Make the movement. If you don't make a movement, shit stays the same. You really have to make the change. And, uh... I hope that uh, that's kind of why I started my own little show here, because I got tired of not being heard on the, you know, so now I get heard in 26 countries. How's that sound, Channing? You like that? We're going to be yeah, heard in 26 it. countries? I love it. I love it. And then, and then just to reiterate what you said, you don't have to be an American citizen to sign this petition. You know, this is a petition that is, that you know, we're the strongest, we're the strongest, you know, quote unquote, the strongest, the most successful country in the nation. And all of you have weighed in of what you have seen going on in this country. The curtains are unveiled of what's been going on in this country. We need your help. In order to become a better country and become a better nation, we need everybody's help. You can sign it. You can sign it. I love that you believe in true America, Channing. And I, I appreciate that, man. You know, as a fucking anarchist, straight up. Uh... I uh, I I'm I kind of find you know ironic that this circus would uh, still be coming to fucking town, but here we are. You know, it's like you can't have just a couple casual drinks. <laughs> you know, I feel like I want to I want to mention something. You know, uh, for individuals who don't who don't know how high my rank really is in the military. Okay, we think about the U.S. military for individuals who are not from the United States, and we think about enlisted soldiers. We think about privates and sergeants and about all of those. I'm higher than all of those. Throughout my military career, I was able to go through all of the enlisted ranks, sergeant, staff sergeant, sergeant first class, master sergeant, first sergeant, all those sergeants, sergeant major, all of those are higher than them. Okay, I'm I'm what I'm what's considered in America a commissioned officer in my old three. I'm 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 three ranks away from being a general in the US Army. A general in the US Army. I'm three ranks, three ranks away from it. I'm high. So naturally I got my shit together. I know what I'm doing, I know what I know what's right and what's wrong. The problem that they have with this whole situation 
is that I, I'm not married. I don't have kids. I don't have any ties but what's to my name. And I know what's right or wrong. I joined the military to fight for freedom. That's why I joined. I didn't join for I didn't join for any benefits. I joined because I believe I really truly believe in this country. I believe in what we fight for. I believe in what we stand for. And so even so, even though I'm transitioning out and I'm retiring, I'm medically retiring. I'll be retired. You know, come March 14th, I will be a retired soldier. Uh, but I still believe in this country. I think that there's good here, and I believe that there's work to be done. And so I'm doing my part to make sure that we can get there. That's that's the only thing that I'm doing. Do you have you thought about like uh, running for president? I'd I, vote. I, I, that's I, when I'd finally I vote. About, <laughs> I never thought about. I never thought about running for president. I, I, I really. Just you sound like you so sound like a president that I would want actually in fucking office. That I give a man, motherfucker. I'd work for your ass even. And I, you know, I'm straight up anarch. I'm telling you, dude. Me and my mom, we're anarchist fucking certified and psychopaths. But uh, you know, we also uh, <laughs> we also like believe in this country, man. And I feel like you you hit it, dude. Um, if we if this was like Back to the Future, I'd feel like Michael J. Fox right now. Like you should run for fucking office, and he tells that dude, and he goes, "Yeah, I should run," and he he does. He ends up becoming mayor. I'll tell you. I'll tell you this part. You know, the army tried to take. Because right now, what people don't know is that I have a top secret security clearance in the military. They tried to take that from me, and I fought to get that back. And guess what? I got it. I got my top secret security clearance. I still have it. So if I wanted to get a job in the military, even if I wanted to let the music stuff go, and I wanted to get a job in government, and I wanted to work within the United States. You know, government. I can still do it. I have a top secret security clearance. That's a fifty thousand dollar in uh, investigation that I already have under my belt. I still have it. So if I wanted to work in government, I can still do it. I want to ask you a question right now, and it's a little—it's a little aloof, but I want to, because of what you're saying, and you're so intelligent, man. You're obviously a a, a smart motherfucker, dude. So look, my question is. Do you feel like the music is almost like a this fucking thing they came up with? Because in reality, it's not even about your music. It's about what you know on a military end. And do you feel like they just went ahead and just... and Hence, that's why they would come up with just addressing you as with hip-hop. And having you on the internet and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, all this other... But do you feel like all that's just a rouge and like it's really just because you have all this knowledge that they want you excommunicated in a specific arena? Because like you said, you could just go back in even if you wanted to and you could lose the music, right? But uh, if you actually, you know, do you feel like it wouldn't be, they would just come up with another like heinous charge that was fucking bullshit uh, and something else in your life if it wasn't about the music then would they just find another way to fucking try to get you out because it's like you know shit and they just are pissed about it or they just feel like it's an it's an intimidating position to put us in so let's get rid of them because that's almost how it comes off when you think about how obscene the whole fucking thing is you know what I mean I, I, I'll tell you this you know, the military knows, the Army specifically knows that they invested a lot of money in me. You know, for people who are out there, who are listening, even for you all tonight, what they might not know is my field of military expertise is military intelligence. That says a lot right there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I, I'm military intel. That's This is what I do. Okay? I look forward into the future. I read the game. I read the platform. I, I, this is chess, not checkers, and I play it, and I play it very well. This is the mind that I've been born with. The military knows this about me. They already knew that this was going to be a risky game to play against me because I'm just literally using the tools that you all gave me against you all, but I'm using it for the right way. I'll say this. I don't think that the U.S. Army wanted to see a black man 
use his talents that he had that he was naturally born with to be able to have a platform to champion himself above whatever this country perceives itself to be built off of. But it's too late. I already did that. I have millions of fans around social media platforms. I already have a voice. I've already met, you know, famous people in this country who have made their way from the ground up, from the mud, what we call it, you know what I'm saying, in the hood. Yeah. The mud. You know, but I've already done that. I didn't need to use that to get to where I'm at. I've already, I already had that. I already had millions of fans that follow me and stream my music and all of this stuff and that and third uh, and, and follow me. You know, tomorrow alone, I'm auditioning for a TV, a reality TV show in Atlanta, Georgia, that that's, that's going to be pretty big uh, in the South called The Drop. I'm, I'm already doing what I need to do. The point of the matter is, is that I think that they were scared that if I didn't use my talent and my skill to promote the, uh, the, the agenda, which is what we quote unquote the agenda, then I become a threat. And they thought that they could catch me at an early stage to at least try to bully me enough to, to stop me from doing that uh, before I'm reached out to by individuals who can kind of taper my movement for what I do and, and how I and how I promote it. Because as I already stated earlier, you know, all of the music that is portrayed, most of the music, I'd say about, you know, 65 to 70% of the music that you hear on on radio stations that you see on TV are are, are coupled with the cultures, the hip hop uh, music. Uh, I would say this is that they, they they wanted to make sure that they got some kind of stake in this game in order to keep me kind of tapered in, and I have none of those. I am a one hundred percent renegade. I have no kids. I have no wife. I have no ties other than my name to what I do, and I'm willing to die for that. Mom, you know what I think what this guy just said? I think that shit's punk as fuck. Yep, he sure ain't punk light. No, you ain't punk light, man. That shit's fucking punk as fuck, man. I, and I fucking appreciate it. And we're at the end of the hour, man. We're like about a minute out. And uh, you got any supportive uh, link information you'd like to throw out there real fast while you got the moment? who's interested in my music uh they can literally go on any music platform uh they can type in b-o-n dash t that's von dash t von t um or if you just be if you're just interested in, in anything that i have going on you can easily go to uh go to google you can type in b-o-n dash t you know i pop up um all my already verified on every every platform that there is out there gratefully i'm, I'm graceful I'm gratefully uh, uh, humble that I'm, I'm actually searchable without dropping a whole bunch of links and names. I'm out there. Uh, I'm making music. I'm still moving. I'm still pushing this movement. And uh, and I just appreciate everybody who signs the petition or at least hears what I have to say uh, because at the end of the day, it's, gonna, it, it, it's ultimately going to affect all of us. You know, we're moving towards the metaverse. All right, guys. Thanks for having uh, uh, the patronage to listen to this important show tonight. Channing Von Taylor, you're magnificent. You guys need to get online and look and sign this guy's petition. He's collecting signatures. He needs your help. You've heard how to do it. All the information's in the show. Or you can call me up and I can tell you directly. Since you got a fucking hearing disability. So what'd you think, Mom? I think this guy needs some help getting his message out, definitely. You hear that, all you hobos and gutter punks? Get your asses online and give this boy a sign. Yeah, you know, maybe you can put down the fucking crack pipe in the 40 ouncer for a fucking minute. Get the fuck on this shit. Go help somebody out, you fucking self-serving motherfuckers. Right, Mom? Yeah, especially now. It's a bunch of self-serving dudes. Sounds like the U.S. Army isn't any much different when you hear stories like tonight.
Yeah, but that's rank two. That ain't the file. <laughs> yeah. The ranking file. That's the rank. <laughs> you did have some good questions for him. Hey, did you uh, sign this kind of treaty that said that, you know, you couldn't fucking release this kind of imagery or whatever, you know? And he had a cover for everything that we questioned him on. Yeah. Because you know? questions other vets would ask him and stuff like that. Yeah, I thought overall it was one of the more interesting cases. I'm glad that we took the time to get him back on the show. And Channing, would love to have you again, man. Uh, keep us updated. Anytime you're well spoken. Yeah, he's a totally well spoken dude. You know, and. So my, you were saying sometimes I might cuss at inappropriate times, <laughs> but uh, I think overall people get the idea. The show wasn't about you and I; it was about this guy, and that's usually what the show is about when we have guests on. Uh, if you guys want to be a guest out there, you got a story pertaining to cryptozoological fucking shit, paranormal, time travel any of that Art Bell shit, you got a political issue you're dealing with, you got some kind of domestic shit you're fucking dealing with. As long as it's fucking interesting, you can call up me and my mom, Grandma Gutterpunk, 206-666-5847. Send us money via PayPal, adamairwilliams at gmail.com. We will uh, use that money. Huh, Mom? All right, give us a call, motherfuckers. You're good about getting me little extra stuff I need that I can't afford. That's for sure. All right, until next time, gang. Hang out. Say it again, Mom. Bye-bye. <laughs> You've been listening to Adam Air MD GED. Underground Cartoon Therapy.